Hi, and welcome to the Confident Woman Podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erin. And we're here to keep it real, raw, and what it means to be the confident woman. All right, ladies. So for today's episode, we are going to respond to a question that we had received um, through our Instagram. So again, obviously, if you follow the Confident Woman podcast on Instagram, if you don't, you should just saying. So lots of interaction there. And we just we just got a lot of got a really good question. And it just we just wanted to talk about it. So I'm going to read part of it. There's a lot to it. So I'm just cutting the nuts and bolts. Um, it's, she says, I'm always saying yes, even when I should be prioritizing myself, which you mentioned. And I just feel like I could relate to you guys. I'm super ambitious. Everyone tells me how I have a gift when it comes to hospitality. But what did you guys do when you weren't quite sure on what you wanted to do for your career? Or what would you do in my situation? I have so many goals that I've put off because of comfort and stupid excuses, end quote. So I love this because we've all felt that way. And we've all been like, what are we doing with our lives? And why do I not do the things I know I should be doing, right? I think this question, like this, this woman has a lot of self-awareness. She's noticing what she's doing and knows it's not right. But like a lot of us, but we keep doing it, right? So how do we correct course and get on the right path of correcting those habits and for lack of better words, figuring out our life, I guess. So. Yes. I love this question because it's it's such a juicy question, right? Because we can, mm-hmm. we can actually look at it from so many different perspectives and different, like just really tackling it at, you know, and it's kind of cool because it's like, I know you're going to have a whole different perspective and approach than I am, but yet the whole common outcome would be very similar. So like you said, you know, with the question, we've all been there. We've all done these things that we we know we shouldn't be doing, but yet we keep going back to what's comfort, right? Like we're, we already know what to expect when we do the thing. So understanding like at that point is correcting course before we go too far into the wrong path. And then we're like kicking ourselves in the butt. Like, oh my gosh, I should have known better. I should not have done that what do I do next? But, you know, to answer that question, just kind of a little bit of a a step back here. I don't think anybody personally knows what they're doing yet until they get into it. It's not like, you know, I think as as children, we could say, you know, I'm going to be X, Y, Z, and you grow up to be exactly that. If you do, that's awesome. Disclaimer, I want to mention that it did say, I didn't read this part, but it said that she's 24. So I'm just saying like a lot changes yeah, from at 24 a young age. on. So you're 24 and don't know what you want to do. Like, that's not a bad, you're not, you're not alone. <laughs> right. And even at like the, you know, young age from like, as a young girl who might have this big ambitious life, you know, goals. And, and I think at this point, a lot of that is passed on through our family, our friends and society of what little girls should grow up and be. So as we're young, when we play and we like, maybe we play house or maybe we play nurse or, you know, doctor or banker or whatever that is, maybe we, I know for me, I, I played mom, right? Like I play with my, my baby dolls and I made my little brother. He was the, the husband in this fake little life that I had. And I was like, okay, you're going to be a cop and I'm going to be a nurse. And I had a name and he had a name and I named all my baby dolls. And, and, but you know, here we are, you know, just a few years short of that time ago, right? You short years. <laughs> yeah. And I'm nowhere even near that. Like, I'm not even a mom. I'm definitely not a nurse. My husband is not a cop. <laughs> you know, so it's like, 
how do we differentiate between what was, you know, kind of embedded in us as we continue to grow, but yet we feel like there's a little bit of this responsibility that we have to become like those things that were embedded in us, you know, but life's change, everybody changes. And I think what's unique and beautiful about this question is that there is no one size fits all. And it really does mean going back and discovering the maybe who you were then, what made you stand out and you were unique that you actually loved about those periods in your life, whether you're 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, whatever age it is, there's always going to be something new and exciting in your life. And that's, you could take that with you into this, you know, the next stage. So I think for me to best answer that question and a good place to start, I would say is within, you know, I would suggest spending quality time asking yourself some self-reflective questions such as, you know, what, what do you enjoy doing? What lights you up? What are some things you're really passionate about? I mean, or you can even look at it as like, you know, what are my hobbies? What are my interests? You know, are there any movements or advocacies that I stand for that I really am passionate about and want to represent. It could also come down to what comes natural and easy to you. What did you do when you were that little girl that felt so freeing and so unique to who you are? You know, and I think just overall, just asking yourself those questions and see if it sparks any ideas or patterns, or if you start to see a theme there and then start going from there. But there is no, you know, set and this is life, right? Life can always change because that's the beauty of what growth is. You're expanding, you're evolving, you're stretching, you're growing, and you can become anything at any time. And I know that Aaron and I actually just had a conversation about this, about the constant evolution of our identities, because we're constantly becoming some, some version of us. So it's a, you know, version one, version two, and so on. You can call it like the V.1, two, three, and so on. But it's cool because Nothing here in this life is permanent. And that is up to you to create, to define, redefine it as you need, and just really get to step into, you know, who you're created to be. So whether that's, uh, you know, if you want to be a mom or a nurse or an entrepreneur or into hospitality or, you know, whatever that is, only you can answer that. But it really does take spending that quality time in in self-reflection to know the true you and what your heart desires and what your calling is versus from an outside perspective, allowing it to, to, you know, penetrate through us and then define us. I think one, I relate to her question, especially, well, I don't even want to say when I was 24, like probably still now, but just always saying yes to everything, right. And mentioning being ambitious and all that kind of stuff. And I think sometimes it's hard to stop and slow down. Like I know for me, I would say yes to everything because I genuinely like for, I changed my major every semester in college. So I was saying yes to all the majors because I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think sometimes when you have that ambitious feeling and you want to figure it out and you want to know what you want to do, it's easy to say yes to all the things because we either want to explore them or afraid you're going to miss out. Right. Like I, just afraid I was going to miss out on this awesome, whatever it is. Um, and then again, thinking about what it is that we want long-term and why, right? Because a lot of people change their careers or they change their mind about what they want to do, right? Like you'd mentioned. And I know when I went to, like when I was growing up and when I first went to college, I my major was economics. So anybody that knows me for 20 seconds is going to be like, what? <laughs> 
that was your major. That's just not my personality, not who I am. But I'm from a small town. Economics sounded to me like money. So I was like, oh, I'm going to learn all about money. But I envisioned myself like on Wall Street, yelling numbers and like being aggressive and like, right? Like just being this like almost feared woman kind of because it was just so like on it and making my, like, that's what I thought was like success. And so like, that's what I wanted. And that's what I, the first thing I pictured. So that's why I chose that and always went down this business route. And it's crazy because I just posted about this on Instagram recently, like yesterday. So it's a weird timing, but it's like, I knew, I knew from the time I was young, I wanted to be a basketball coach, but I kept putting it off because of what I thought was successful, right? Would be successful to other people to look at me and say, wow, like she's really done something with herself or she's made something of herself. And to me, basketball coach didn't fit that. Right. I wouldn't be like, oh, wow, they're killing it at life. They're a high school basketball coach, even though that's what I love and what makes me happy. So so I think, you know, you can do the things, say yes or whatever to certain opportunities or certain explore things while you're young at 24 (laughs) because you're not boxed into them forever. But just kind of think about more what it is that's a deeper desire inside of what and why you want it. Yeah. Cause then it's, it's kind of like she mentioned too, in the question, like putting off goals because of comfort and stupid excuses. And I think that's, I do that too, because there's times where you put things off, even though, you know, you should do it because, cause it's paralyzing feeling. Cause you don't know if it's the right step. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, Oh, like I'm not hundred percent sure what direction I want to go. So I'm not going to do this, even though it'd probably be good for me and I might learn for something, but maybe it's not the direction I want to go. I'm going to sit here and wait where I'm comfortable, right? Like someone, like a pigeon is just going to drop it off and let us know, right? Like, like we're just going to, right? I always like that, like analogy to talk about like finding your purpose. Like it's like not hiding out in a tree somewhere. It's not somewhere you got to go like find, like it's there. So anyways, that's my dig on that briefly, because I just think. I don't think that's uncommon at all. I think a lot of people probably do all those things. Exactly. I mean, and as you were sharing your a little bit of the story there, I was kind of thinking of, you know, where mine kind of began. And and uh, I feel like just even over these past, gosh, I don't know, 10, 15 years, I've changed so many different roles. But mm-hmm. to go back, even share a little bit of my story like I said, I mean, when, when I was like eight years old playing, playing house and, you know, made my brother kind of just be my, you know, doll's dad. And, <laughs> and we right. lived in this little fantasy life, but then, you know, also on the side, I would get my allowance and I would go get little treats and start turning those into profits. Like I would sell uh, little Debbie snacks back in the day. And as soon as I would get my allowance, I go to the store, I'd get them, I would start selling them by the package and I would double my income. And I kept turning that around. And it was just a really cool experience because it's like, so now I Did could you do have both. your wholesale license. I didn't <laughs> don't tell the state, okay. but it was, it was, it was fun because it was, it was something that I worked hard for and then was able to share it, but also recoup on the investment and then, um, you know, a lot of time it, it, for me, I'm, I've always been very creative. And so I would find a lot of my, spend a lot of my time in my room, you know, coloring or drawing. Or I remember when my my grandmother at the time had given me this fashion book and I would trace the the women, the outline of the women, like as models, and I would just design my own outfits on them. 
So it's so weird because when I look back at that, I didn't have any inspiration. It's not like I was watching these shows and, you know, YouTube didn't even exist. In fact, the internet didn't even exist. So it was like, I know I dated myself, but it's like, (laughs) how cool could you be in that most vulnerable and alone state that the creativity can flow, the ideas could come, the inspiration is available. So fast forward, when I was picking my major for school and of course at such a young age, it's like, I knew I didn't want to be whatever I would choose forever. So I was like, how do I decide something today at such a young age? And I don't know if I'm going to want to be it at whatever age I'm at. So I remember saying, if I could be anything, I wanted to be a lifelong intern. And again, I didn't, these are all hindsight. So when I look back and I'm like, somehow I knew deep in my soul, like you're not going to stay at one thing forever and you're committed to growth and development. So the way I saw it, like an intern was relatively a newer term, you know, as a teenager, I didn't understand it, but I was just like, but those people come into jobs and they get to learn it for like two weeks and have the experience hands-on and they get to decide if that's for them. I want, I want that because I want to try like a buffet of jobs and experiences. I want to figure out what's best for me. So that was something that eventually I wanted to be as well. I just wanted to be experiencing opportunities. And then I settled on the only class that really fascinated me in all of high school was biology. I love just understanding humans. And then like I learned later on in college about psychology, which has always been, again, human fascination of what makes people think, do, behave, all that stuff has really been intriguing to me. So at the beginning of my first semester, I looked at my credit hours and as a biology or for biology, and I was eventually going to be a biology teacher. And I said, I don't know if I want to do this. This seems like a big commitment. And mind you, I just talked about being an intern for like two weeks. So it's a big commitment. And I got on the phone and I was sharing it with one of my my best friends. and, And he said, you know what? We should move out west and we should create a fashion apparel line for rain, you know, rain gear, fashionable rain gear apparel. And I'm just thinking, I'm like, he was onto something. Yeah. So here I am years later. And when I finally started building my own brands and it, well, first of all, I'm an entrepreneur, I've been an entrepreneur for like 15 years is really about the creativity, what, how to see a need for something, filling it, creating it, designing it or leveraging somebody who's already done something like that. So I took this inventory, kind of like my own back step and looked at these different little stages that had made up the compound of who I am today because I'm an entrepreneur, slinging it from the the Swiss rolls or, or, you know, little Debbie snacks to fashion designing, which has now led me into creating my own apparel, which is I am athletics apparel to being into the creative space, which allows me to create courses, content, books, uh, journals, the Confident Woman podcast here, the Confident Woman Collective, like everything has come out of nothing from a space that didn't exist into fruition here. So when you really allow yourself to step back into who you were, that provides clarity and stepping stones and the little pathway, like think of it as breadcrumbs because you were already paving the way before the world told you who you should and shouldn't be. As we get older, we take on so much from the outside, the noise, the burden, the responsibilities, the pressure, the expectations. And somewhere in there, we lose ourselves and ourselves were the ones that we, who we were at the most vulnerable, unique, quiet moments. 
And so for us to move forward, we have to take steps backwards to gain that clarity and foresight to step into the visions and, and the, the, the woman you want to become again. So like go do the work before we can move forward and feel confident in that we're taking that next step in the right direction. Um, and but, stay off the internet. Yeah. I mean, the internet could be distracting. So I would the internet say- internet ruins people's souls. I feel like because this poor woman's probably looking at all these people and that's probably why the undecisiveness comes from because it's all these like things pulling you in so many different directions that nobody with all the things you were just saying, Rachel, like no one sometimes, it's hard to take that time to know who you are in your true authentic self because that's such a rare thing, I feel like. These days. Because because they're distractions and kind of, mm-hmm. you know, to to come full circle with the question about saying yes, saying yes is because we're also afraid to say no, because if we say no, we might disappoint other people, but yet we really want to be accepted. So we just do the things that are beyond who we are. We're stretching ourselves in the wrong direction to fit the, the likelihood of somebody else. But then also we find ourselves going back to that comfort because the comfort provides the certainty and the clarity. And you pretty are, you're pretty much confident that how that's going to turn out. So on the opposite of the comfort is the discomfort, which is really where you get to grow. And that's the stretching. That's where you get to become, you know, all the things that are deep down inside of you. But yeah, if we're turning to one side and running to comfort and to other people, those are distractions. That's the, those are just the shiny objects because they give us a quick boost of endorphins to be like, Hey, look, I had a win. Hey, look, I got, you know, accepted, I validated, or, you know, some sort of a, a reward. But yet on the other side, nobody's clapping for you. Nobody's cheering for you. You don't know what's beyond that, that dark tunnel. Right. So we, it's, it's that double-edged sword. Like, which one do you favor more? Which one are you feeding more? Which one are you, are you really, really leaning towards? So we kind of talked a lot about like the self-reflection, sharing a little bit of the parallels and the stories. But again, this is ultimately up to you and only you can decide who and what is best for you. Amen. Yeah. It's not the easiest thing in the world, but it's doable. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, the only one that has to like you and your decision is you. Yeah. And, And the thing is, give it a try. Give it a try because now if you've already done the work, now you can go back to the starting board and wipe that slate clean and begin again. And it doesn't feel so scary and ugly and messy and because the discomfort's already been there. But if we're not growing, we're stale, right? We're stagnant. We, We feel like there's no purpose in what we do. So I think also when we look at purpose, purpose, people are always like, well, I haven't found my purpose yet. The truth is purpose finds you. Okay, you can't just go find it under a rock or on the shelves of Target. It doesn't exist, right? The purpose is through experience. And through experience, it can also come down to what are your passions? What are your pain? And when you can tie those two together, and that's why I was saying, like, if you become an advocate or what really lights you up or what really pisses you off, you become so ingrained in that because it becomes a part of you and your truth because you have an emotional attachment to it. And that becomes purpose. Because now you say, I do this because, and you could fill in that statement with confidence and clarity because you have such a strong conviction as to why you do what you do. Yes. And I do want to clarify, because I think sometimes too, sometimes people are looking for that, right? Like, what am I doing with my life? Doesn't mean your career all Mm -hmm. the time. Where someone's like, there's people out there that are customer service reps, where that's not their passion or what they want to do in life, but but that's their job and they make income. And you can you know what I mean? They might advocate for something outside of that or be whatever. I'm just saying, I feel like sometimes people, people 
tie together the term purpose and career sometimes, or it's like, you don't have to put all that pressure to find the perfect career this moment, this second or whatever, do something. Obviously, yes, that you like, that you're passionate about, that you enjoy. But I think sometimes that puts a really heavy burden on it when you're trying to pick a career that's like, what am I on this earth to do? And you're looking for it in a job. Sometimes it's not in your career. It's not, it's who you are and what you do, not necessarily your job title. I feel like I got that confused for a really long time in my life. So. Yeah. And it's so true. I mean, that's a really good point that you make because I think people are like, but I don't have a purpose-driven business or a career, but it doesn't. Maybe your purpose is is outside of that. Maybe it's found in, you know, like I said, movements or advocacies or in homes. And when you come from a place of like customer service, that could also be a purpose as in like, I, I'm of a place of heart-centered uh, purpose driven. Like I just want to make people feel good and, and provide them a, a happy, safe experience. You know, that purpose, it doesn't matter if it feels so small or if it feels so big purpose is unique to who you are. And again, okay. purpose grows as you grow because you're always going to outgrow a different version of you. And along with that, you know, becomes new purposes, new careers, new directions, whatever that is. So don't hold yourself committed to becoming the one thing today and hold so strongly that you lose the opportunity to grow and expand into a better version of that in some capacity to up level. And kind of tying this back real briefly about identities, they're constantly evolving. So if we keep holding so strong into who we who we are today, that will be your, your model for, but that's who I am. That's who I am. That's who I am, right? But we're, we can't become if we're attached to what was. So we have to do some letting go, some shedding, some reflecting, and really just, again, in, internalize this to a place that becomes more freeing to you because you step into your authentic truth and authentic self. And then that's where the freedom begins because you just get to be. And I think ultimately that's who we, who and what we achieve and aspire to, to become is just free, free to be you, but who are you? That's the journey. So, you know, first of all, thank you for that question because you know, again, this content is really about you guys. So if you have any questions or um, just really want to hit us up on a message to let us know, you know, what's on your heart, what's on your mind. We love talking about this on the podcast, sharing inside the Confident Woman Facebook group. But most of all, these are things that we talk about inside the Confident Woman Collective. And, you know, inside the Confident Woman Collective, it really is. It's everybody has a seat at the table. Everybody gets to learn from you know, from, from the community to the guides, to the uh, women that we bring in to host and lead. So again, uh, we're, we're on this journey, a personal growth journey, but yet we know that we can't do life alone. So let's do it together collectively. So if that's something of interest, we're going to drop it in the show notes. And of course, we're always welcome, you know, everybody who's, who just wants to be a better version of themselves. And I think if you're listening, that's you because we're all committed to you know, personal growth and development as we all want to become our best and most confident selves. So thanks again, guys, for listening. All right. Thank you so much for listening to the Confident Woman podcast. For more ways to connect with us, check out our Facebook group. It's the Confident Woman on Facebook. There's a ton of amazing ladies in that group that you can connect with as well. My Instagram is at Aaron underscore travels for life. Make sure you go ahead and follow that and follow Rachel as well. What is yours, Rachel? You can follow me on all social medias at I am Rachel Brooks. 
Awesome. Thanks so much. Look forward to checking you next week.